We recently did a webinar where we spoke about the seven powerful habits to build a legendary financial services practice. In today's episode, I'm sharing three of those with you. Stay tuned. This is Propulsion, the financial professional's catalyst to exponential growth. Are you a driven and ambitious financial professional, but you are finding it hard to break through to the next level? Or are you struggling to build and run your practice successfully? Join Francois Dutoy, a leading consultant and trainer, as he interviews not only the experts, but also people you have never heard of before, but who have done amazing things about how they run their practices, the challenges they face, how they overcome those challenges, their failures, which tech has improved their business, how their revenue models work, and other practical aspects. We go deep so you can learn as much as possible. And here is your host, Francois de Toy. Uh, I think talking about habits is something that we don't do enough. It's also something that we don't focus on enough. Uh, and a lot of the things we maybe know, but also a lot of the things maybe we don't know or we forget. So uh, hopefully in this uh, session, I'm going to, to bring the attention back to, to habits. So first, I want to start off with a little poem about habit, because I think uh, this is something that was shared with me by uh, a guy called George Colby uh, a number of years back. He said to me, have you ever heard about I am habit? And I said, no, I never heard about it. So he emailed it to me and I read it. I stuck it on the inside of my of my closet, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't have the habit of reading it every single day, but at least I see it uh, very often, and it does remind me. So, so I want to share this this poem with you quickly. So, the habit poem: I am your constant companion. I am your greatest helper or heaviest burden. I will push you onward or drag you down to failure. I am completely at your command. Half of the things you do, you might as well turn over to me, and I will do them quickly and correctly. I'm easily managed, yet you must be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done, and after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I'm the servant of great people, and alas, of failures as well. Those who are great, I've made great. Those who are failures, I've made failures. I'm not a machine, though. I work with the precision of a machine, plus the intelligence of a person. You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, train me, be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me, and I will destroy you. Who am I? I am habit. So I think that's a very, very powerful um, poem, you know, and it's, it's also something that uh, there's a lot of truth in it because we all have habits. But those habits are either good habits or they are maybe less good. So I don't want to say bad necessarily, but um, I'm also learning at the moment. I'm working with a guy called Tuan Oosthuizen, um, and we're working through through my strengths finder tests and, and he's coaching me and showing me how all these things work. And, and there's one thing that I realized in that is that you may have a strength, but you may actually be using it not in the right manner. You may actually be sabotaging yourself in the way that you're using that strength. So there's always this yin and yang thing about what is good and what is not so good. So one of the things that I think I've noticed is that um, a big mistake that we all make is that we try to emulate the habits, the rituals, and behavior of people who are already successful. You think about everybody that, that we sort of look up to in the books and things that we read, we sort of say, oh, if I can emulate that, if I can just mirror that, then I will also become successful. But the reality is that when you are building your practice, especially when you're just getting started or in that first few years, and it doesn't actually really matter where you are because you can reset at any point in time, 
it is very hard to keep to those habits. But why is that? Well, simply because you are in two different stages in your journey. I mean, you or me, whoever is trying to build our business, they are trying to maintain their business. It takes a very different skill set and a very different habits to grow the business than it does to maintain the business. If you think about a rocket leaving uh, Earth, you know, it burns most of its energy in that first uh, sort of part of the journey until it really uh, leaves the, the, the atmosphere and it just then, you know, it's just effortless after that. So uh, based on that, there's other habits that we need in order to get us into the atmosphere, to leave Earth's atmosphere then, if you will. The other thing is that we stack habits, one on top of the other. A good new habit is not replacing another good new habit. What we are supposed to be doing is to really stack them and have uh, sort of settle one good habit, then another, and then another. And I'm going to talk about the principle uh, of accretion just now, but I think it's very important. And you'll know that one of the hardest things is that if we've got bad habits, that we want to replace with a good habit, but that is maybe the hardest thing to do. It's much easier cultivating good habits on top of another good habit, on top of another good habit, to become that machine that you really want to be. At the beginning, though, we must start with habits that are most important and focused on building our practice and our business successfully. And those are the habits that all the focus and attention should go to. You know, um, as I said before, you listen to the Elon Musks or the Richard Bransons or the Gary Vaynerchuks, whoever of the world, and you want to do what they do, but they're in a completely different space uh, at this point in time. So what I'm going to be doing today is I'm going to focus on seven habits that will create the foundation that you need to build your practice. Uh, and these are the basic uh, habits, but they are extremely powerful because without them, well, you're going to struggle. Think about a rugby game. You can have the most wonderful moves and the most wonderful game plan and strategy and the biggest people on the field, whatever. But if you don't keep to the basics of the game, like you are not allowed to pass forward, you can't be offside, you can't go outside the lines. If you don't stick to those basics, you're not going to be uh, successful in that game, that I guarantee you. Now, one of the things that this uh, webinar or this talk is not going to be about is that, oh, uh, it takes 21 or 66 or 99 days to form a habit. That's not what the session is about. What I'm going to do is share seven powerful actions that you must focus on if you want to build a legendary financial services practice. Uh, let's start with habit number one. Focus on the things that generate income. Let me say that again. The first habit is focus on the things that generate income first. That's why it's habit number one. And you may very well be going, but come on, Franco, really? So before you respond, just think about it for a second or six. I'll give you some time. Just, just think about that. How much time in a day or in a week, or in a month are you spending behind the computer instead of being in front of clients? I mean, I want to challenge you just for a week. Just sort of keep note um, or just keep like a, a sort of a little diary of how, many, of how much time are you spending on non-client-facing activities and how much time are you spending on client-facing activities? Because ultimately, that's when you make money. We don't make money when we sit in front of computers. So, I mean, it's a reality. We all work hard. We are all determined. We are all ambitious. 
And we have all been taught that hard work is the key to success. And it's true. You have to work hard. And then we've also been taught to believe that if you do it long enough and you wait long enough, you know, I guess you can, you can finish that sentence. So we tell ourselves that if we work 12 or more hours a day, success will come. It will come. We just need to be patient. You need to ask yourself this question. You need to write this down. What are the three things, or three to five things, if you will, that I must do every day, and with I mean you, <laughs> that will generate income? What are the three to five things that I must do every day that will generate income? So for me, I can give you an example in, 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 in my business. There are really four things that I need to be focused on every day. The first one is I need to meet and talk to clients and prospective clients and, and meet new people um, because that's how I attract people to, to what we do. Then secondly, I must do marketing or at least plan and, and, and do those things, make sure that we drive people to our offerings and what, and what we do. Then obviously I need to be facilitating, presenting, speaking uh, in terms of, of, of the content and, and the service uh, and the training that we offer. And then in the fourth place, I need to be creating content on a daily or weekly basis. So those are the four things, just meeting, talking to clients, marketing, facilitating, and creating content. Now I've got four things that I can measure any request for a meeting with me against. So does it do one of these four things? If the answer is yes, you can do that. If the answer is no, then we'll look at the next habit of what you then need to do. But what you'll note here is that I said, well, meeting and talking with clients, marketing, facilitating, creating content. I did not say invoicing, follow up on payments. Not answer, it's not answering emails. It's not designing newsletters, although that's part of marketing. The content is important, but how it looks, it's not my, it shouldn't be my, my, my focus. Not, it's not about handling complaints. It's not having a random coffee with friends or whoever just, just happened to, to ask for that coffee. It's just those four things. Now, all the things I just mentioned, the invoicing, the payments, etc., they're all extremely important, but they don't make you money. And if you are the money-making machine, then that is, that, is not, that, are not, that is not the things that you should be focusing on. You should only be focusing on the three, four, or five things that you can do in order to make money. Now, the, the case is different, obviously, if you are not the money-making machine of your business and you've got someone else and, these, uh, and the invoicing, the follow-up on payments, you know, the newsletters, etc., that is your focus, then that's fine. But if you don't do the money-generating things yourself, then you should get someone to do it for you. But then there's another question that you must ask yourself. And this is this, what means the most to you? What do you deeply care about? What are the things that really, really matter to you? Is it money? Is it your legacy? Is it significance? Is it family, friends? You know, is it your hobby? Is it giving back, safety? I don't know. Go think about that and, and write some of the things down. What are the things that you deeply care about? And once you've got those, you can ask yourself the question, are the things that you're doing every single day getting you closer to the things that you actually care about? Are the habits and the, act, uh, the, the, the actions that you're taking enabling you to do the things you love most and that are most meaningful to you? If that answer is yes, then you're on the right track. If the answer is no, then obviously it's back to the drawing board and you need to go and determine which three to five things should I focus on that will generate income because 
unfortunately, money is the thing that's going to get you to the place where you can really achieve the things that means the most to you and where you can do the things that you deeply care about. Cool. So that's habit number one. We go to uh, habit number four, and that is action over words. Action over words. So from 2015 to 2017, I found myself time and time again in a situation where there was like no cash flow coming in during November and December because, you know, like end of the year, everybody focuses on production. Nobody wants to be trained anymore. Uh, and, and that's just the nature of, of a training business. But it literally left me numb. I sat for days just sort of pondering and, and thinking and moping, I guess. And then here and there, I would be writing down ideas. But here's the thing. I never took action simply because I was just too stressed and I was unable to focus on anything. Um, all I could focus on was my cash flow issues. And that sort of became my excuse. But like, I'm so stressed, I can't do anything. And, uh, and also, apart from, from these times, uh, I mean, I've got multiple books where I wrote down ideas, you know, sometimes random, sometimes I sat down and planned them. Uh, but I wrote down ideas and plans and strategies. But again, if I go through those books, I, I never did most of it. I never took action. It was like I was waiting for and expecting, so this is the joke, and expecting something to happen just because we wrote it down. They say, write it down, it will come, become reality. But nothing ever did, you know? We can't just write things down and think about them and talk about them. We have to actually go into do mode. And I think it was in November 2017, I decided that I will not find myself in the same situation again. And it was in that moment that I realized that, uh, you know, it was me. I allowed the worry and the stress and the pressure to keep me from taking action. And further, it was <laughs> me who never executed or implemented the great ideas and strategies I came up with in the first place. I'm the reason why I found myself in the same situation every single time because I was so busy. So on top of that, I realized that I missed many opportunities as well because I simply wasn't ready when they presented themselves either from a financial point of view, didn't have money to sort of capitalize on an opportunity or because I spent time, instead of spending time learning something new, I didn't do that. So when there was an opportunity, I didn't have the skills or the knowledge to actually uh, do that. I don't know how many of you are actually, you know, you experience the same thing. If you're really honest with yourself, um, how much of it are we sabotaging ourselves? So in 2018, I received a book. Um, I attended the first SME Africa event and, and as part of the tickets, we got a book from, from Eric Creo, and the book is called Acta Non Verba. I think many of you would have seen me posted uh, some of the extracts on my WhatsApp status. But um, it translates into action, not words. And that became my theme and my thing. Uh, so whenever somebody asks me, it's like, no, I need to take action. Because I always said, like, I'm good with strategy and good with plans, but yeah, I'm not a good implementer. And that's a lie that we tell ourselves. It is not one or the other. If it's important enough, we'll do it. Now, this book offers uh, 165 reflections that's meant to be read one day at a time, if you will. So, so that's very important. Um, it's a very nice book to read. It means it doesn't take you about six months to read through the book. It's very practical, inside, short. It's not like long. It's like one page. Each reflection is a page, sometimes page and a half, but it's, it's really, really great. The book starts off talking about the principle of accretion, and I mentioned it in, in like right, right in the beginning of the webinar. Now, if we look at accretion, we can explain this principle as like a, like a snowball that starts off small, and as it rolls down the hill, it picks up more and more snow. And as it obviously picks up more snow, it becomes bigger and bigger until it eventually becomes this unstoppable force. 
So it all starts with a small action and then another and then another until nothing can stop you. It works almost the same as, as uh, compound interest, if you will. You know, in the beginning, it's slow, slow, slow. And then suddenly as it compounds and compounds, it just becomes bigger, much faster. So even if we think about this, like if you think about the greatest speeches in the world, they would mean nothing, absolutely nothing if no one took action after that speech. So something done imperfectly, this is something that I've learned, is that something done imperfectly is worth much more than the perfect plan that was never executed. And you know this, but we forget it. And uh, maybe go back to those plans you had. And, and I see this a lot as well, where people are looking for that golden bullet or the silver bullet or that one little piece of knowledge that I don't have yet. And that's going to make it. No, it's not that. It's actioning and executing the things that you said you were going to do. Those are the things that's going to move you radically uh, to where you want to be. So how can we get into this habit of action over words? Because I think that's important. Uh, well, the first step is to start off small. My suggestion is you choose one thing that you must do and that will have a significant impact on your practice, sales, appointments, or whatever is important to you right now. And uh, if I think about it now, a good starting point will be habit number one, the things that generate revenue. Because if you're not already doing habit number one, then this is a very good place to start, to start doing the things that's actually going to generate revenue. So once you know what that thing is, just choose one, then commit to doing that thing every day for the next week. So you just focus on day one. Did I do it on day one? Tick it off. Then day two, tick it off. Then day three, and so on and so on. Once you've managed to tick each and every single day, five days consecutively, then you can celebrate it. I don't know, have a braai, um, have a coffee, whatever you like, and then tick off week one as being successful. Then next week, you repeat the same thing. You take it one day at a time, and after another five days consecutively ticking off that task, you can tick off week two. And you repeat it for another two weeks until the end of the month. So for a whole month, you just focus on that one thing that you need to start doing consistently because habits are about doing the right things consistently. And then in the second month, you start adding another action. So in, in a quarter's time or in three months' time, you will actually have an opportunity to, to have implemented all three actions that you need to be focusing on in order to generate that revenue. All right, so habit number six, of course, the next one, once we've, we've been feeding our mind every day, is that we need to learn to earn. Uh, and that for me is a very, very important thing. It is one of my highest values, learning um, and education. And, and I guess that's why I ended up doing what I'm doing. Um, I'm always curious to know more and learn more. And uh, the fact is that, you know, the only way that you can earn more money and that you can be more successful is to deliver more value than anyone else. That is, if you are doing everything else effectively and efficiently also. Let me just say that. So obviously, if you're not being effective and efficient, in other words, if you're not fully booked, okay, there's an opportunity to book more clients, to go and see more clients, and therefore also make more money with the knowledge you've got already. But at some point, what's going to happen is that you will hit a ceiling. And then the only way to break through that ceiling, um, you know, is to sort of get new thinking and new skills and new expertise. And yes, the, th yes, the most important part, and this is why I see a lot of people sort of miss the boat. You want to keep building your knowledge and expertise every day, every week, every month, every year. Remember accretion? So this, that applies to this as well. So one little bit at a time, and suddenly it becomes this massive, unstoppable force. So you want to be doing a little bit every day 
because every day a little bit becomes a lot every week, becomes even more every month and even more every year. What you don't want is to suddenly find yourself in a place where you became irrelevant overnight. And you think it's overnight, but, but in fact it wasn't overnight. Okay? It just feels like it was overnight, but it's been coming for a long time. And it's simply because you thought that uh, there was nothing more to learn, or like we thought. I mean, I'm also guilty of this. There was nothing more to learn. Or here's the other thing. I don't have time. I'm already so busy. Go back to your default diary and go schedule time to, to learn. Just half an hour a day. And it can be before work. It can be before you go, to whenever. Whatever works for you. And you don't know what you don't know. You'll hear me say this very often. You don't know what you don't know. And I believe it is our responsibility and our duty to find out what we actually don't know. I mean, just think about this. I did not know. Simply won't fly with clients, the ombud, the regulator, or with SARS. And if, in fact, not with your spouse as well. They don't want to hear about you did not know. So, I mean, I see it weekly in our workshops and courses. Advisors that completed their studies, uh, you know, several years ago or just a few years ago even, they are under the impression that things still work the same as when they studied them. And then what we find in practice is that many of those things have actually changed or they've been adapted, even if it's only slightly. And then you can see this combination of shock and relief on their faces when they learn that something has changed and which they were not aware of. Shocked. Why? Because they did not know and they have been advising clients incorrectly. So, oh, hell, okay. And then relieved because they now know uh, and have the opportunity to correct their advice uh, to their clients. So, so it's this, this, this shocked slash relieved sort of look on their face um, and they're lucky because they, they they will have a chance to go and fix it sometimes something goes wrong and you don't have the opportunity to fix it so very important to to stay up to date uh, with all of this now um, some of you are, are here are part of ignite already and um, i just want to mention that um, you know if you think about learning it consists of two main aspects on the one hand knowledge and on the other hand practice so in other words applying the knowledge and it's only when we use our knowledge that it really comes to life and that we're able to impact clients' lives on a new level. Ignite, uh, that, that we launched about two weeks ago, is the perfect learning solution for all financial planners and advisors, but also um, you know, sales managers, franchise principals, broker consultants, or any other specialists that work in financial services. And why is it so fantastic? Apart from like you get about 28,000 rands worth of value, for 450 rand a month, is it offers a blend between online learning, which you can do anytime, anywhere, on any device, and face-to-face -face learning, where you can network and interact in real time. And there's many other things that's part of, part of Ignite that you can do. For instance, you can do your, your top five strengths, if you will, with our compliments. We give you a, a, a code and you can go do that for free. That alone can change your life. So it's really invaluable. So I really want to encourage you to go check out Ignite. Um, and uh, and this is what this is about. So all most of the Ignite things, the, the far majority of things will offer CPD. At the moment, we offer in excess of 96 CPD points uh, that, that, that this will offer, and it's just growing as we're going along. And um, But it's also that, you know, for me, it's not about the CPD. It is really about the learning and the community that we are creating around Ignite. But part of that, you will earn CPD. And if you are part of Ignite, you will always just be able to go and get the CPD. Uh, if you're not, you may still be, be able to, to, to attend our workshops, our courses, our events, and all of it, uh, but obviously then at, a, at an additional cost. 
All right, so if you want more information about Ignite, you can just visit the website. Uh, everything is on that page. Um, the Join Ignite, uh, that is not a, like, you need to go and join now. It first goes to a page that gives you all the information, everything you need, step by step. And then if you still have questions, you're more than welcome to email me and, uh, and ask me questions or WhatsApp or call, uh, whatever is, is convenient for you. And uh, we can then answer your questions and, and get you signed up if you are, are interested. Just quickly, uh, Ignite, uh, there's there sort of two options if you are still under supervision, but you need to be under supervision for all your categories, not just for one. So unless you're only registered for one category, but if you are under supervision for everything, it'll be 250 Rand a month um, if you sign up for 12 months. Uh, there's also an option to just go month by month if you want. It's a little bit more expensive, uh, but if you are not under supervision, it's 450 Rand a month. Um, and you've also got options to pay annually in advance uh, to get a bit of a a discount on on that fee and they are we are going to do uh, many many different things in terms of uh, ignite there are a biannual event that we're very excited about it will be a face-to-face -face event so we're going to have speakers we're not selling anything at these things uh, it is really just offering value and and getting some things and we will not only focus on financial planning but also on practice management and on your life and and things like that so it's not only going to be around financial planning and um, yeah, so, so that's the one big thing. And then also one of the other things that I'm very excited about is that we want to take Session Purvey on the road. And if we get enough members signed up in the different areas, I'll be traveling to Cape Town and Durban and, and Bloemfontein and Pretoria to go and present uh, my Session Purvey sessions there uh, at no cost to Ignite members. Alrighty, so, so that is Ignite. Uh, please go check it out. Please visit www.franchodetoy.co.za forward slash join Ignite. If you are interested to learn more about all seven habits and you would like to earn a CPD, then head on over to Circulus Online where you will find the full webinar. Uh, you can just go to learn.circulus.co.za and click on the webinars link and you will find all the details there. Thank you for joining me today and I'll see you back for the next episode. Thank you for listening to Propulsion. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting platform. This will help us tremendously. For more about propulsion and other valuable information, please visit our website at propulsion.co.za.